Joining me right now is one of the hottest welterweight prospects who is riding a six-fight win streak right now, Jared Gooden. What's going on, Jared? Not much, baby. A little tired from training, but I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, let's go back to your last fight, LFA 59. You had a dominant win. Were you satisfied with that performance? Not at all. You know, like, I'm, I'm, it was good, a dominant performance, but I'm, I'm upset with myself that I didn't get the finish, especially since I keep, I, even to this day, I, I keep rewatching the fight and I see places where I could have finished him and it upsets me. But again, it was a very dominant performance. I, I dictated where the fight went and even when like he took me down, I still got up and I showed my, the evolve the, how my game has evolved. So again, it's, it's an all right, but I'm not, I'm not really satisfied. No. <laughs> Like you said, it was dominant, but some people will point at the negative aspects, which was that you missed weight. What exactly happened leading up to that fight? I have no idea. Like, on leaving, I was on weight. Um, Man, I felt great and everything just for some reason, man. I don't know. This is my first time on a plane, man. I believe, like, the flight bloated me up. I wasn't used to that. This is my first time being on a plane and stuff. And don't get me wrong, I'm not making excuses. I still messed up at the end of the day, but... I I don't understand. I don't know. That's why, like, right now, me, my coaches, and my nutritionists were making sure I'm ahead of schedule on weight for this fight. Like this, I'm I'm as low as I've ever been for a fight right now. I'm I'm nearing seventy, in, nearing the seventies already, and we're still kind of like two and a half weeks out, you know. So, like, I'm not making excuses. I'm just gonna better prepare for each fight now, and that's all I can do. You know, what I mean, I, I made a mistake. I messed up, and I'm gonna fix it from now on. Yeah, definitely a lesson learned because you have a bright future. You know, in the future, you're going to have to fly all over the world probably. And you got to get used to getting your body uh, acclimated to those situations, right? 100%. Yeah, again, like I said, um, it's just a learning lesson for me. And yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm learning, you know. <laughs> well, what I heard is that you signed a three-fight deal with Titan FC. Am I right? Yes, sir. 100%. What were the main reasons for going with this organization because they're they're a perfect feeder into the ufc and that's i think that's every fighter's goal goal you know and um they like they promised me that i could knock these three fights out as quickly as i wanted to like after i beat graves if i'm healthy on their next car like in april or may i can fight again and if i'm healthy after that i keep fighting you know what i mean they know my goal is to fight seven times this year i'm trying to do it i'm trying to do it as much as i can and um so yeah like i said they agreed to all the terms that i wanted and so yeah i agree to they and like again they they're again they're a perfect feeder into the ufc they like i said they they met all my terms and so it just seems right you know it seems like they were very eager to sign you because they wanted you with the quick turnaround at their next event versus mike graves for the interim title he didn't sign the contract until yesterday which is about three weeks out now do you think that was kind of a strategic tactic by graves to keep you on your heels What's funny is my me and my team talk about this all the time. Yeah, like because Graves has a history from what I've heard. I don't like me and him trained together personally, but I don't know him like that. But um, I've heard he's snaked his way out of contracts and stuff like that. You know, so I've, maybe it was a plan of his to try to maybe think I wasn't wouldn't be training as hard, wouldn't be cutting weight. But like I said, I I signed the contract when it was sent to me, so I was already ready for this fight. I'm always in the gym, anyways. You know what I mean? So if this was a strategic plan on his end it failed miserably again because i'm always in the gym i this is my life this this is all i have to do you know what i mean so again if this is planned hey you fucked up bro i'm ready for you man i'm gonna knock you out 
seems like you're very confident going in against Graves. What did you see in this matchup that makes you not hesitant to take this fight? Man, all he wants to do is wrestle. He, he doesn't have hands, you know? So, and I believe in my last fight, I've shown that I have good uh, takedown defense. And even when I get taken down, I can get back up. So um, that's what that's what um, really pushed me to this. Because, again, my only losses are the people who've taken me down and held me down, you know? And I was back then, I was into uh, my jiu-jitsu game a lot. Like, I still am, but I was too jiu-jitsu heavy in an MMA world. You know what I mean? Like, getting punched in the face changes everything. So, yeah, man, like, again, this is this is going to help prove to myself that I've evolved because uh, Mike Graves is a very accomplished wrestler. And getting ready for that next level, since he's already been there as well, will just, again, help me and my confidence moving forward in my life and in my MMA career. So this is why I want to take this fight. He's always going to do is try to wrestle me, try to dig ride me for five rounds. I'm going to stuff every takedown. If he takes me down, I'm getting back up, and I'm going to punish him for it. So in part to taking this fight, you see a big challenge that you could overcome by taking this fight with Graves. 100%. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'll talk shit about him, but he is definitely a dangerous opponent. Um, but again, even though he's been to that level, he's not on my level. Does that, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? He's been to the UFC. He got cut for his own reasons. I'm not going to bring them up. And I'm sorry that it happened to him. But, um, again, even though he's been there and I haven't, I know I'm better than him and I can't wait to go out there and show it. I've heard that you've trained with each other. To what extent have you trained with each other though? We've just trained stand up together, you know, like um, we have a mutual friend in common named Warren Thompson. Warren Thompson has fought in a glory. He's fought in like the top tier of like Muay Thai and kickboxing. And yeah, we'd go to his uh, his gym on Thursdays and we'd train, we'd spar. And it was to help his striking get better and help mine as well. Like I'm, And mine has. I'm pretty sure if you did an interview with Warren Thompson, he'd definitely tell you my striking has improved leaps and bounds since when I first started training with him. And so... Yeah, that's 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 how we train together. Um, again, so I never really wrestled with him. I, I hear he's strong. I'm training with the team that he used to be on, so I hear he's very smart when it comes to MMA. I hear he's very strong in grappling, which that is his uh, main thing. But again, it's nothing I'm not used to. Like I said, my team we're we're doing wrestling defense every single day, so he's not going to have anything that I haven't seen already. If that makes sense, I'm going to go out there again. Like I said, I'm gonna punish him for every takedown he tries. I'm gonna punish him for saying like a sign of the contract. And sign, make him, and and make him, I'm punishing him for signing it late, man. Like, how dare you, man? You know what I mean? Like, what does he think he is? That's crazy. You're going five rounds for the first time. What changes have you made in your preparations? My power. Um, I don't plan to be in there five rounds. Again, like, don't be wrong. Like I said, I'm, I'm a fighter who always looks for the finish. Again, I don't want to go to the judges. Hey, I love all you judges out there. I love y'all. I have nothing against y'all. It's just I read the y'all put your pins down and kick your feet up and watch a good fight. You know what I mean? I'm not just a fighter. I'm an entertainer. And part of entertaining in the MMA world is finishing the fight. You know what I mean? I, I love to leave people speechless. So, yeah, man, like, even though I'm going, even though it's scheduled for five rounds, it's not going five rounds. I, I, I refuse to go to the judges' scorecards. I refuse to go to the fourth round. So... Like I said, don't be wrong. I refuse to, but I am training for it. Yeah, my coaches and my teammates are making sure I'm prepared for it, but I'm going to break graves, and I don't see it going past. I'm not going to make predictions. <laughs> like I, I have I have them in my head. I'm not going to put them out loud, though, but it's not going five rounds. What would the Titan FC title mean to you? Where would it rank among your accolades? It just... It's, it's a relic to help prove what I've been saying to everybody. I'm the best in the world, you know what I mean? And it shows that I've taken over Titan, so... 
it's just like I said, it's just adding to my uh, yeah, my my resume when I keep saying I'm the best in the world. Now people I think now more people will believe me. It's like, oh, maybe he is the best in the world. You know what I mean? Like I know I'm the best in the world. There's uh, I've been asked for some short short notice fights that I accept against high level guys because I believe I'm the best in the world. I don't care who you are. Whatever day it is, I'm going to beat you. You know what I mean? So it, it's going to mean a lot. It's going to uh, mean something to my team, especially to my uh, my Muay Thai coach, really my head coach, Justin Burns. Um, yeah, man. So it's just going to prove that we're the best. We have the best training. We have the best coaches. And we're taking over the world. All right. You get past Graves. You, you win the title. What is next for you? Of course you want to get your UFC shot, but let's say you don't. Do you plan on defending the title? Yeah, like I said, uh, I signed a three-fight deal with Titan. So, um, yeah, as soon as I can get back in there, I'm going to run through Graves. The next card I'm going to try to be on, defend it against whoever steps up. Whoever has the balls to step up. Because originally I was supposed to fight the champion of Titan. Because me and T me and the Graves are fighting for the interim ch championship. I was originally scheduled to fight the actual champion. That's how much Titan loves me, and, and they respect my resume. But um, the Titan champion scared of me. You know what I mean? So if his bitch ass doesn't want to fight me and to unite the titles... I'll take on whoever else. But my goal is to take care of Graves and to be ready for the UFC call. Because they're coming here to my town, to my city, Atlanta, Georgia, April 13th. They got two of my favorite fighters in the main event, Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier, for the rematch? What? Oh, I would love to be there, man. I'd love to be in the building, man, backstage, taking pictures with them, chatting it up. Man, yeah, so that's my goal is to uh, my goal is to take out Graves to prove to the UFC that I'm ready for them. Hopefully get on their uh, last-minute call to be on the April 13th card and... So I'm really looking forward to right now. It's the only thing that's 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 the goals. That's all. That's the only thing on my mind. I wake up. That's what I wake. That's what I think about. I go for my runs. That's what keeps me pushing. And when I'm training, that's what keeps me pushing. Get my UFC call. So, let's go. All right. One last thing before I let you go. You know what is the theme song for this fight camp? What is in your playlist while you know before you you know train or during your training sessions? What artists can you recommend to the to your fans? <laughs> What's funny is um. I don't really listen to rap that much, but there's this one song by uh, my boy uh, Joyner Lucas, if I'm saying his name right. It's called uh, Look Alive. It's a remake, a remix that he made. It's a cover. Man, he like I'm walking out to this song. Man, Graves, don't you steal my song. But, um, man, it's just it just goes hard, man. You know, it's I, don't ask me to, to recite some lyrics. I'm going to sit up. But, man, it's just Look Alive remix by Joyner Lucas. You know, the, the, uh, Joyner Lucas was featured on Eminem's song called Lucky You. If you heard that song, the whole first verse is him. Dude, it's, it's awesome. Check check out Jordan Lucas. He's amazing. Hey, one of these days, man, hopefully I'll be walking out to the UFC, have him, like, rapping right behind me as I'm walking out live, you know? So, man, Jordan Lucas, if you're watching, what's up? <laughs> well, that would be crazy if Mike Graves stole your song, though. <laughs> I'd be so upset, man. Oh, I'm already going to beat your ass, bro. Don't make me, like, I'd be so fucking pissed, bro. I'm looking to put you in the hospital by then. All right, March 15th, Titan FC 53, the interim welterweight title is on the line. Jared Gooden, thank you for your time and good luck. Thank you for your time, brother. Real quick, shout out to Daniel Levi sent up this interview for me. Uh, check out Best Fight Picks and uh, hashtag Half the Battle. Thank you, guys.